You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 136, 10 Tips to Nail Your Next Self-Tape Audition. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Did you know that Actor Aesthetic has its very own online shop? Hundreds, yes, I said hundreds, of actors worldwide are finding massive success using our resume templates, audition journal spreadsheets, cover letter samples, and hundreds of audition song suggestions categorized by voice type and genre. You can even grab a copy of my ebook, Marketing 101 for Actors, An Actor's Guide to Successful Branding. To learn more, go to actoraesthetic.com slash shop. Well, hey friends, thanks for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. Today we are talking all things self-tapes because let's be real, in the post-pandemic world, self-tapes have become the norm, they've become super efficient, they save everyone time and money and stress, they're safer they are healthier for everyone involved. They're just generally really good for our industry. There are certain aspects of the self-tape that are just not the same as being in person, but they do certainly help everyone in terms of efficiency. So let's talk about them. So You've received an email requesting a self-tape audition, and in the age of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's almost a given. What's a self-tape? Well, a self-tape is just an audition that an actor films remotely, usually requested by a casting director and expected to be sent back in some sort of a timely fashion. Casting directors usually provide the sides, or the dialogue, the instructions, what songs to sing, what to do in the video, and then the deadline for the video, and then it's up to the actor to film, edit, and return it all on time. So whether or not your agent contacted you or you heard directly from the creative team, it is time to put yourself on tape for casting. First of all, if you're asked for a self-tape, props to you. Because getting a request for a self-tape is actually a huge deal. It means someone, somewhere, whether it was a casting director or a literal member of the creative team, like a director, choreographer, music director, whatever, reviewed your materials and they're interested in seeing more. Maybe you or your agent sent in your headshot and resume and they literally want to see what else you can do and how you do it. If you're stressed about how to put your best foot forward when putting yourself on tape, you're not alone. But here are some of my top 10 tips to nail your next self-tape audition. Number one, 
Read the directions carefully. Always start by reading the self-tape submission guidelines closely so you can follow the specific directions of the casting director. This seems like an easy thing, right? But so many people forget this. Every casting office has a different way they'd like to have self-tapes uploaded, just like when you're auditioning for colleges. Every program asks for something a little bit different. So be sure to double check, triple check, quadruple check any notes you might have been given in the actual instructions. Some offices may want clips uploaded separately or edited together to make one continuous take of all the scenes. Or maybe some of them want you to slate. I don't know. I mean, really, it is up to the casting office. So... What's most important is that you look at the specifics. Did the casting director ask for a slate before the audition? Did they ask for specific framing, like a full body shot? Really, you can see your from your head to your toes in the shot. Or did they ask for just your shoulders up? Did they ask for you to upload the videos with a specific format? Did they ask for the video to be sent through WeTransfer or Dropbox, YouTube, Vimeo? Should the video be downloadable or is it okay to just unlist it and have it upload it and have it unlisted on YouTube? Don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't feel like this information is readily available to you. Number two. Get off book before recording. Now, this is different than if you were doing this in person. It's important to memorize your lines for the most part, but if you're auditioning in person, it's really helpful to at least have the material in your hands just in case. If you're doing dialogue that was given to you, I would just hold that just in case. However, when it comes to self-tapes, it's going to be really helpful for you to just memorize your sides before taping. Though it's standard procedure to hold a script when auditioning in person, it's vital that you give a performance and not just a read on a video. Do you know what I mean by that? Since a self-tape is just locked in place, that first impression is literally all you get to show whoever views it. So be prepared and know the material backwards and forwards so you can give the best performance. When your eyes drop down to the page to search for a line when you're doing a self-tape, it really takes everyone out of the terrific moments you're sharing. So again, remember to just know that material, memorize it as best as you can. You can hold it, but I'm telling you, when you look down, it takes us out of the moment. And because we can do self-tapes a million times, it's really best for you to memorize that material and do it as many times as you can so that you get it just right. Number three is to pick a good reader. Here's the deal. <laughs> It's really important that you have a good reader to back you up and to give you the energy you need in order to succeed in this audition. So make sure it's someone with good diction and make sure to ask them to stand on either side of the camera. You can even ask a fellow actor to help, but your reader should be able to act enough, just enough. They don't need to be an actor, but just to give you a little bit, but not too much to take the attention away from you. So as a general rule, make sure that the reader is not seen in frame. They can stand just off the frame to give you a better sight line and that they're not louder than you. 
than you, the person auditioning, because that becomes really distracting to a casting director watching your video. Number four, choose a quiet, clean setting. Rule of thumb, plain background. Make sure there's no distracting noise getting in the way of recording the audio. Really ensure that the background noise is kept to a minimum and that that camera is eye level. An extra tip, of course, is the light source should be in front of you and not in the shot, not behind you, don't have a window behind you. Make sure all of that light, that good light is shining on your face. Um, If you don't have a ring light, that's totally fine. Just make sure that you have a plain background to film against and that you have some light at least shining on your face. To make a makeshift ring light, you could also grab several lamps and have them shining at you from different angles. Which brings me to number five, be aware of your lighting. If you're recording during the day, you really want to stand close to the window to get natural light. It looks so good on camera. But in the evening, I really suggest that you avoid fluorescent or high contrasting lighting. I stand by my ring light. It is has been my saving grace. It is so good. It makes such a difference on camera. So I linked to my ring light in the podcast show notes. I really suggest you at least check it out. I stand by it and I suggest it to anyone who ever has to do a self-tape professionally. Number six is make appropriate clothing choices. So choose whatever you are most comfortable with or whatever is most appropriate for the scene. I stand by this too when it comes to auditions, but very specifically for self-tape auditions, nothing too flashy, just keep it simple. Wear a plain colored shirt with not a lot of logos or patterns. I mean, this is really apparent on camera. The more, the busier your outfit is, the more distracting it is. So just be hyper aware of that. Avoid white and black, like um, basically a white t-shirt reflects too much and black can actually be distracting or give you like a floating head look if you're on a dark colored background. Um, So just keep that in mind. Number seven is film and landscape, not portrait. Oh my gosh, this should be a given. But just in case, as a reminder, be sure to film in landscape, not portrait. Place your recording device horizontally on a secure surface to avoid shaky footage. And again, horizontal, not vertical. Please, dear God, the only reason you should ever be using um, portrait mode or filming vertically is if you have to do like a full body shot for whatever reason. Number eight, don't record directly into the camera. So this is an interesting one. Um, I know several people have differing opinions on this, but um, I've heard time and time again from casting directors that it's actually better not to record directly into camera, but more so just out of keep your focus out of the camera and place your viewpoint slightly to the left or to the right of the camera lens. It's just the equivalent to um, not actually singing your song to the casting director's eyes or eyeline when you're actually in person in an audition. So treat the the on-camera audition the same. Number nine, don't forget to perform. Use that slate And if you don't know what a slate is, it's just the way you say your name 
and your piece that you're auditioning with or the role that you're auditioning for in the show you are being called in for, use that slate as a chance to show a little bit of your personality to the person who will be watching. Then give it your all, directing your focus to your reader and immerse yourself in the audition. Just because it's a self-tape doesn't mean you can't give your best audition. Let me say that again. Just because it's a self-tape doesn't mean you can't give your best audition. Don't feel constrained or constricted by the fact that you're filming on camera. Treat it as if you're auditioning on stage. And lastly, number 10, edit for efficiency and accuracy. So after all your material is recorded, edit out all of that excess footage and only send the best take of your scenes to the casting director unless told otherwise. Sometimes casting directors will ask for two separate takes. Just read the directions and figure that out for yourself. But also remember to label the clips with your name first and then add the project title and scene, again, unless told otherwise. But one of my really good casting director friends reminded me that that is first and foremost what's going to help you succeed with a self-tape is by labeling your audition videos because if you forget to, that stuff can easily be forgotten or misplaced or mislabeled and you don't want to leave any room for error there. Also make sure to reduce the size of the file for quicker upload on your part and also quicker viewing and to be able to download on their side a little bit faster. Remember to follow any directions given. Did the casting director explicitly mention they wanted three separate videos, one for each side of the dialogue? You know, if the casting director asked for two different takes of the same scene, did they want it to be edited to be put back to back in the same clip? If the casting director asked for a slate, did they say whether they wanted it to be right before your audition clip or in its own separate video? All of these questions are valid and will be really helpful to you in the long run. And here's my bonus tip for you. Submit before the deadline. If you're a last minute kind of person, you might be missing out on a hidden opportunity here. Every office is different, but some view self-tapes as they arrive. So remember to leave yourself some time before the deadline to upload the video, which can take hours to upload sometimes, and submit early. This may give the casting team or creative team a few more days and time and energy to review your materials before everyone else. And there you have it. Those are my 10 tips to nail your next self-tape audition. I hope this helped. I have a feeling lots of you will be submitting self-tapes in the next few months, given that Broadway is starting to open back up and regional theater is starting to open, community theater, school theaters, all that fun stuff. I'm so excited for all of you. And I hope to see you on the other side. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.